You're listening to Sacks in the Basement, a production of the Broadcast Basement Limited, where every show is 30 minutes of good and comes from a basement bar on the south side of Chicago. Pull up a stool, pour a cold one, and join us right now for Sacks in the Basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SacksInTheBasement.com. And welcome into Sacks in the Basement. My name is Chris Lanuti, belly on up to my nine-foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. The 2020 White Sox simulated season continues today. And tomorrow, once again, Dave and myself back together as Sacks in the Basement comes back with that 30 minutes of Sacks that you've come to expect for the last two years each and every Wednesday. It's all brought to you by Cork and Carry at the Park at 33rd and Princeton, now open and opening up a little bit more during Phase 4, which should be happening this weekend. And remember the recaps over at SoxOn35th.com. If you checked them out yesterday, you already know what I'm going to tell you. After a very tough road trip, the White Sox returned to Chicago yesterday in an unaired game, the first of four against Detroit. The Sox, after losing two out of three just this past week, took on Michael Fulmer, who had shut them down in Game 2 last week. He looked really good for the first two innings. Yoan Moncada comes to the plate with two on and blasts a three-run home run into left center field. Later on in the inning, Luis Robert came up to the plate and singled in two with two outs, and the White Sox held a 5-0 lead. Gio Gonzalez went seven, giving up only three runs, and the five runs in the third inning were all that the White Sox needed, with Aaron Bummer and Steve Ciszek pitching the eighth and the ninth. Sox win 5-3 and take the first of this four-game set, moving back to 15 games over 500 and within five and a half of the first-place Twins, still sitting a game back from the Indians. Game two today, Daniel Norris and Reynaldo Lopez. We head out now to Guaranteed Rate Field, where the 47-32 White Sox take on the 26-52 Detroit Tigers. Here on Socks in the Basement, found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. Guaranteed Rate Field, south side of Chicago. A little overcast this evening as the White Sox take on the Detroit Tigers for game two of their four-game weekday series. My name is Chris Lanuti. Welcome to this simulation using MLB The Show 20 here on Socks in the Basement, brought to you by Cork and Carey at the Park. Reynaldo Lopez, 15 starts, 4-4 four and four record, 3.86 ERA, 86 and a third innings with 70 hits and 34 walks. That's a whip of 1.20. He also has 68 strikeouts. He stands out on the mound right now getting ready for game two of this series. The Sox swept Detroit earlier in the month here in Chicago, then lost two out of three in Detroit. We won yesterday, and we're looking to pick ourselves up after a very difficult three and six road trip, and a good start was winning last night. First pitch to Victor Reyes, bunted down the third base line, picked up by Danny Mendick, who's playing third. Over the first, he's going to get him. That pitch at 7-11, and this game is underway. One pitch, one out here in the top of the first inning, and Harold Castro's hitting 325. Six homers and 24 RBI, a 353 on on-base percentage. Going around the horn, let's tell you where everybody's playing. McCann's behind the plate. Encarnacion's at first, while Abreu DHs. This one's lifted down the third baseline, foul. 0-1 the count. Second base, Madrigal. Shortstop, Anderson. Third base, Yoan Mancada is out today. Instead, Danny Mendick will hold it down there. 
Left field, Aloy Jimenez. Center field, Luis Robert. And in right, Adam Engel, who hasn't gotten a start out there for a week. Four-seamer outside, misses. One and two the count currently. Next pitch is high, two and two the count is even. Now he grounds this one over to second base. Mandrigal's going to scoop and throw. 4-3 put out, two gone. Right away here in the first inning for the White Sox. Sox are wearing the pinstripes with the sleeveless jerseys and the black shirts underneath them, a la 1999. Miguel Cabrera comes to the plate now with two outs, 28 RBI and only nine home runs to go with his 249 average. In the twilight of a career, but he has had some power against the Sox and had a few really good hits in that series back in Detroit. First pitch misses. Next one inside. Popped up down the third baseline. Encarnacion is going to scoop it out of the air. A 1-2-3 inning. Nothing leaves the infield. Lopez will go take a seat. He'll think about the second inning. Meanwhile, the White Sox coming up here. No score. Daniel Norris, 15 starts at a 1-9 record. 5.03 ERA over 78 and two-thirds innings. 91 hits. 24 walks. That gives him a whip of 1.46 and 65 strikeouts to boot. His only win of the season against the White Sox. Game three of the series this team had less than a week ago in Detroit. Tim Anderson's hitting 328. He leads off. He had yesterday off. First pitch low and away. It misses 1-0 the count. Yesterday's game. The power of Yohan Moncada and some timely hitting by Luis Robert as pretty much the entire order. In fact, everybody, I think, came to the plate at some point during the third inning. They chased the starting pitcher, Fulmer. They put up five. Nothing else in that game for the Sox. The pitching took over. 5-3 victory. A 1-1 pitch in the outside corner goes for a strike. 1-2 and two now to Anderson on a four-seamer. Definitely in the zone on the corner. The lefty Norris now gets him to chase a changeup. Swing and a miss. He's down on strikes. So Anderson... Does not start off very well. One gone. And Danny Mendick's going to come up. He's batting in the two-hole today. And playing third base. Sacks trying a little bit of a different lineup with a lefty on the mound. Abreu has moved back up in the order for this game. Statistically, he's been hitting lefties much harder. And because of that, he'll bat third in this game. Also, you think about the fact the normal number three hitter since about a week ago when Mankata took over that position. Before that was a Abreu with Mankata out. It makes sense. Ground ball over to short. A spinning throw and Mendick is out by a hair. Nice play over at shortstop. There's two gone. Norris only six pitches. He has two outs. Here comes Abreu hitting 274. Still leading in the American League first base all-star vote. He stands in. He waves the bat a little bit. Like I said, he's been hitting lefties a lot better. He swings and misses at that one, though, from Norris. 0-1 the count. He's 9 for 23 lifetime against Norris. A low outside slider misses 1-1 the count. And that's over a 400 average against the guy. Next pitch, rocketed back towards center field. It will not drop in. Nice running play made near the track. So Abreu gives it a bit of a ride, but after one, nobody has gotten a hit or reached base on either team. We go to the top of the second here at the rate. 
Jonathan Shoup is going to lead off. He's hitting 240. 16 homers, 37 RBI, 744 OPS. You're listening to Sacks in the Basement, the podcast for fans, by fans, every game simulated since opening day just recently. In fact, yesterday was the first time we didn't do a game. We just did a simulation and gave the stats to Sacks on 35th. We'll be doing that for any Monday games or Wednesday now going forward as long as there's still have a chance for a Major League Baseball season. As this one is grounded in front of the plate, picked up by McCann, the catcher, down to Encarnacion at first, one gone. And the 2-3 put out, and here comes Cameron Mabin. We believe baseball is coming back. I know there's a lot of hemming and hawing here, but I believe they're going to get this done. Reading between the lines. If it does get done, we want Sox in the basement to be ready to cover White Sox baseball. So we're going to start diving back into that on Wednesdays while we continue this simulated season. 2-0 out of Mabin from Lopez. One gone here in the top of the second, nobody at. But the result of the game yesterday, a win. Soxon35th.com had the recap. It's still there if you want to go check that out, if you want to see yesterday. They'll have the recap for this game after you're done listening. 3-0 out of the count on a fastball that misses low. Lopez winds, hits the inside corner on a 94-mile-an-hour four-seamer, 3-1 the count. The kick and the throw, and a curveball is fouled off that was in the zone. Count is full now to Mabin. 16 pitches so far for Lopez. Next one on the inside corner just misses. A four-seamer. Lopez wanted it. Very close call. Probably more of the ball outside of the zone than in it. The batter gets the call. Christian Stewart comes up hitting 311. The lefty has five home runs and 24 RBI. And now a runner on first base with one out. Lopez, the righty, toes the rubber in the pitch. Inside curveball, 74 miles an hour, low and inside. Called ball one. The next offering... Low and away, a four-seamer misses, 2-0. Cincinnati leading the Cubs 2-0 early in their game. Philadelphia in Atlanta up 1-0 in the second. Inside slider misses 3-0, so he was 3-0 to the last batter. Fought back to a full count and missed on a pitch. Now he's 3-0 here to Stewart. And a strike down the middle, 3-1 the count. The Dodgers in Arizona leading 3-1 right now. Weird start time for them. This one's fouled off. Count is full. So two batters in a row go 3-0. He walked the first one on the full count. Let's see what happens here. Shot out to center and a diving play by Luis Robert coming across. It was hard to track that ball in the overcast skies for myself. You just saw Robert running towards right field. And as the ball is getting into the gap, he lays out, catches it, and rolls... Base runner has to run all the way back around second to first. He had to touch it. He was already rounding second. So now the runner on first with good speed and Mabin. And two outs for Jake Rogers hitting 159. The catcher has actually knocked in two runs over his last three games. They have three catchers right now on this team. And they rotate them a lot. 0-1 the count here. If you remember, Rogers was the only catcher that could slow down the White Sox run game to date. An outside pitch misses, 1-1 one one the count. Good speed over at first. Detroit not running as of yet. Big lead. Inside pitch, four-seamer misses, 97 miles an hour up and in. So now 2-1 and one with two outs here at the top of the second inning. 
Lopez waits for the sign from McCann. And now a pop-up down the first baseline before first base in foul territory. Encarnacion will extend the glove and make the catch. And the inning is over. So in the end, Lopez walks one and hangs in there. Big defensive play from Robert. No score midway through to second. Aloy Jimenez, 267, 14 home runs. He's been on 14 home runs for a month now. Jimenez had 14 home runs on Memorial Day weekend. It is now June the 23rd. He has 14 home runs. A ball down the first baseline, hooks foul, and he's quickly 0-2 here. The average sits at 267. We've seen it between 265, 275 throughout that time. He's still getting base hits, but the power stroke is missing. A 1-2 pitch now on the way, fouled off. Count remains 1-2. and two. Norris's next pitch, jam shot. Line drive, Cabrera picks it out of the air. Down the first base line, one gone. Aloy struggling with getting the ball out of the yard. Here's Edwin. Encarnacion is hitting 267 as well. 16 homers and 39 RBI. Norris in the line, the lefty delivers. First pitch sent out into deep left field near the track. It'll be caught. One foot on the track, one foot on the grass. One pitch, one out, two gone in the inning. And James McCann will come up quickly. So an anxious Encarnacion. Norris only has 15 pitches through five outs. White Sox not doing a good job of making him work. And that was the problem against him in the last game. McCann is four for seven against him lifetime with a home run. He's hitting 344 in limited action as a backup this year. And he's quickly one and one in the count. On a high pitch he takes and an outside pitch that he fouls down the first baseline. Into the wind in the pitch. This one's cracked over to short. Scooped up. Easy play. 6-3 put out. Picked out of the dirt by the first baseman. And the inning is over. So the White Sox bats again find this Norris guy perplexing. Everybody else in the league can hit him. We go down right away yet again after 2-0 no score. Nico Goodrum. He's a shortstop. He's got five homers and 24 RBI. Two of his home runs against the White Sox last week. Sitting 221 on the season. The lefty stands in against Lopez, who is sitting on 27 pitches through two innings. First pitch high and tight for a fastball. Up in the zone. Madrigal's back in shallow right. Anderson on the other side of second. And Mendick playing short, essentially, instead of third. Now this one's popped up. An off-speed pitch got underneath the bat. McCann underneath it will make the catch up the third base line. One gone. Both pitchers right now mowing down the order in this game. Lopez has issued a free pass. Nothing from Norris yet. That was an 84-mile-an-hour changeup. And it got underneath that band, got popped up. Here's Candelario, the third baseman for the Tigers. Batting lefty here. The pitch on the way. A four-seamer low in the zone fouled off. 0-1 the count. Six for 29 lifetime against Reynaldo Lopez. And a high inside pitch misses one and one. That fastball was at 98 miles an hour. Just missed a little high. Low inside changeup misses two and one now. Here in the top of the third, that means we are in the family waterproofing solutions third inning already. 
Family Waterproofing Solutions is family-owned, female-owned, and veteran-owned. As that one is fouled off. Located on the southwest side in the suburb of Evergreen Park, they cover all of northern Illinois with the exception of a couple of counties near Iowa and all of northwest Indiana. Foundation issues, sump pump issues, seepage issues, you name it. Something going on with your house, the foundation, the basement, give them a call. They'll do video estimates. They'll do them over the phone. They'll do them in person, whatever makes you comfortable. They work safely. They've got great rates. Sacks in the basement deals as the count is now full three and two. And details are coming up midway through this inning with Family Waterproofing Solutions. That's a swing and a miss at a changeup low and outside. Two gone on the first strikeout from Lopez. And nobody on base. Here's Victor Reyes. He's 0 for 1. The first pitch right down the middle, a four-seam fastball, 0-1 the count. Grounded out in the first inning, trying to bunt his way on to lead off the game. He did that against the White Sox in the last series. So he must feel like he can do that with ease. Line drive directly at Encarnacion into his chest, and he catches it. Held on. Midway through to third, still no score. The White Sox bottom part of the order coming up. Foundation issues not properly handled can be costly. Family Waterproofing Solutions is owned by Ken, a veteran of the United States Marines, and his wife Maria, making them a veteran-owned business and a female-owned business that will diagnose and repair wet or leaky basements. And while they're located on the sock side, Family Waterproofing services the entire Chicagoland area and Northwest Indiana. And now after taking time off to ensure they can do things safely and securely for you, Family Waterproofing is back in business and doing jobs. Plus part of the proceeds for every job that they do are donated to veteran and first responder organizations who support our frontline defenders. And currently, Socks in the Basement listeners have access to special pricing when they contact Family Waterproofing Solutions now, 708-330-4466, or visit them today at FamilyBasementWaterproofing.com. Adam Angles hitting 264 with eight home runs and 20 RBI. For a time, the starting right fielder every day. But the moment they gave him more time out there, he dropped from hitting about 320 to 264. So he's back in a platoon role. You'll see Leori Garcia out there, Nomar Mazzara, and Adam Engel, depending on what Ricky Renteria wants to do with the lineup. He's two for 11 lifetime with four strikeouts against Norris. And he's 1-0 in the count. Pitch number 20 from the lefty for the Tigers is a strikeout side corner. 1-1 the count. Norris now goes low and inside with a slider and misses 2-1. and one. Out in New York, Baltimore and the Yankees tied up at 6 right now. And in the 6th inning in Florida, Tampa Bay trailing Oakland 5-3. We get Oakland this weekend here in Chicago. Ground ball over to Candelario. Scoops it at 3rd and over to 1st and Angle is out. And there's one gone here in the bottom of the 3rd. With one out in the bottom of the 3rd, the pitcher for the Tigers has only thrown 22 pitches to get through 7 batters. That's not good. We have to work the count better. And the 235 hitting Nick Mandrigal's up. Nick's on a little bit of a slide. He has dropped off probably about 15 points in the batting average over the past week. The 0-1 pitch on the outside corner. Slider misses 1-1. One one. He had his first error of the season at second base yesterday. Sox were able to get through the inning, although a run did score as a result. 
One and two the count now and an inside pitch taken. The young second baseman now pops this one up to second base. His counterpart catches it and there's two gone. Luis Robert is hitting 217 on the season. He provides very good defense. Every time he starts to hit the ball a little bit though, he drops off again. Although yesterday, a big hit, he drove in two runs. Inside pitch called the ball, 1-0. Next pitch lifted softly into shallow center field. Coming on quickly, the play will be made. Sacks down, 1-2-3 yet again. Nine up, nine down. The first time through the order for the White Sox. Meanwhile, there's no score here in Chicago. Harold Castro comes into play for the second time. The two-hitter for the Tigers is 0-for-1 with the ground out in the first inning. Stands in the left-handed batter's box against Reynaldo Lopez, who's really hoping that we're not going to see another offensive output against Norris like we saw the first time we saw him last week. I mean, here's a guy the rest of the league has abused, but he feels very comfortable against the White Sox. Low on inside pitch, grounded over to second base, and there's one gone. Lopez, 41 pitches now, with one out here in the top of the fourth. He's being very efficient so far. Cabrera comes up, 0-for-1 with a line out in the first inning. Miggy, a big, imposing right-handed hitter. Standing in the right-handed batter's box, ready as McCann sets up inside, and a low inside fastball misses. 1-0 the count. Lopez working quickly now goes outside and misses for Seymour, 2-0. McCann sets back inside again, but this one well outside, so that's not even where he intended to throw it. 3-0 the count with one out here on the top of the fourth. Nobody on, and Jonathan Shoup on deck. Now Lopez walks him on four pitches, a slider inside. So with one out, a four-pitch walk for Lopez, the second batter to make it down the first, both of them via the walk. Jonathan Shoup comes into play now 0 for 1 with a ground out in the second inning. Little ground ball action here and a double play wouldn't be a bad thing at all. The first offering misses. No. Call the strike on the outside corner. Nice pitch. 0 and 1 the count on the check swing. Now he goes back in that same area, but now he does miss a little bit outside 1 and 1. There's no speed really at first. You can pay attention to the batter. He fouls back a four-seamer that was below the knees. Did him a favor there, one and two. Let's see what McCann calls for here. And another changeup dipping away. Low and outside. Misses two and two. So they're trying to get Shoup to reach for something low and away. Let's see if they mix it up on this pitch. He goes inside but can't get the call on a four-seamer. Three and two, the count is full with Maven on deck. Maven was the first base runner of the game when he walked his first time up. Full count here, runner on first. One out in the top of the fourth inning. Lopez, 50 pitches so far, the next offering. Misses inside, he walked this batter, so two straight walks after he gets the first out of the fourth inning. I don't know if it's a command thing or if they're trying to get somebody to reach and they're not. Remember, these teams have seen each other a lot lately. For the last three weeks, at some point during the calendar week, these teams have played each other. And now Cooper's going to come out, and we're going to have a meeting on the mound. Everybody on the infield's in there. Lopez talking. He has 51 total pitches, 26 for strikes, and 25 for balls. 
And that's the real concern here. So many pitches outside the zone. They want to make sure that he and his catcher are on the same page and everybody's on the same page about what they need to do next. You got two on here and one out. It's time to go to work against Cameron Mabin. He's no slouch. Sitting 270 on the season. Three base runners so far for the Tigers, all via the walk. Two on here in the top of the fourth. The one-out pitch on the way. Strike above the knees, down the middle, four seamer at 96 miles an hour. 0-1 the count. Sox fans give a cheer there because Lopez is finally in front in a count. Next offering now, high misses. 1-1 the count is even. Now a low pitch offered at, they're going to say he didn't swing. That could have gone either way. 2-1, Lopez is frustrated. Takes a walk behind the mound. Sox fans getting on their feet behind the plate. Both runners are going. This one is grounded on the third baseline. Foul. So a clear hit and run with both runners in motion. They get the foul ball. The 2-2 pitch now on the way. Popped up down the third baseline. Hooking foul. Count remains even at two. Tigers trying to get something going here. And now Lopez misses low on a changeup. The count is full three and two. If you walk, the base is loaded here. Three straight walks. That is ugly. Everything had looked really good to this point. The pitch. Lifted in the shallow right field. Mandrigal is going to run back, call off angle, make the play, turn around quickly, and hold the runners. Two gone now in the top of the fourth. And Christian Stewart, the lefty, comes up 0-for-1 with a line out in the second. He's hitting 309. He's got two on and two out. Down the right field line, this one hooks foul into the stands. 0-1 the count. Lopez trying to get out of a jam he created. Now an outside pitch. Called the ball. He got squeezed on that call. That one looked really good. Should have been strike two. That's the first pitch I would say the umpire missed in this entire inning. Next pitch, though, now ripped out in the left center field. Nobody's going to get to it. It's going to go back to the wall. One run is in already. The second run coming around third as Robert hits the relay man. Anderson's going to go home with it. It is not in time. And a two-out, two-run double off the left center field wall for Stewart. And Lopez can't get out of the inning and the mess that he created. Remember, he walked the first batter, Cabrera, after one out in the inning on four pitches. Then he put on another one right away. Got the pop out. And then the two-run double. 2-0 Tigers here with two outs in the top of the fourth inning. Sox have won their last two. They're looking to make a little bit of headway here at home. They play much better at home than on the road. And even though Norris looks really good, he's perfect through the first three innings. This offense has performed all year long better at home than on the road. 1-1 now to Jake Rogers, who's 0-for-1, the catcher, stands in. Lopez already had 63 pitches. Number 64 lifted down the right field line. It will hook foul into the stands. 25 pitches for Lopez, 14 of them in the area of what would be called a ball, not in the zone. Is now this one's lifted down the first baseline and goes foul. One and two the count. So less than half of your pitches have been in the strike zone this inning. You deserve to give up a couple runs. Another curveball. This one's fouled off. Count remains one and two. 
Still have that runner on second here with two outs. Ground ball down the first baseline. Foul. Again, one and two. Lopez checks the runner. And induces another foul ball into the camera well down the first base side. Tigers batters have worked the pitcher. He's near 70 pitches. He's not through the fourth inning yet. In fact, after this foul ball, the next pitch will be pitch number 70. Hoping to end the fourth. Very different on the other side of the coin right now. He misses on an outside four-seamer, two and two. Right now, though, has been pretty steady all season long. In fact, when the White Sox staff could do nothing, he was the only one doing something. Ground ball down the third base line, scooped by Mendick. Long throw over to first. He'll make it. Nifty play by him. Plays third like he's playing it every day. It's nice to have a guy like that who can come in and play defense. Midway through the fourth, Detroit has two runs on one hit, and they lead 2-0 here in Chicago. So the Sox went one time through the order, and nobody got on base. It only took Daniel Norris 28 pitches. So here in the bottom of the fourth inning, it's almost like time to restart. Tim Anderson will lead off. Everybody's gotten a look at him, and the 327 hitting Anderson steps in. First pitch from the lefty on the way. Outside slider catches the corner, 0-1 the count. Anderson, 176 lifetime against Norris. Daniel Norris knows how to pitch the White Sox for some reason. Every once in a while, you run into a guy, and he's just great against your team. 0-2 after a foul ball. Now this one lifted into the right center field gap, looping in for a base hit. Maben will cut it off in center field and send it in. But that's a base hit for Anderson. Who with that hit sits alone in second place in the American League with 98 hits on the season. Only Andrelton Simmons, the shortstop for the Angels, with 104 hits, leads him in the amount of hits, well, hits, by a player in the majors today. Danny Mendick comes in and an inside four seamer misses 1-0 the count. Sox without Mancata, Sox without Grandal in this game. It was a long road trip. Guys got worn out. So they're trying their best to get everybody back going again. They don't get a day off for a week. And a high four-seamer misses 2-0. It's during these long stretches without a day off that teams have to rely on their bench guys to come in and spell players. The 2-0 pitch. Strike at the letters 2-1. And And Mendick has done actually a pretty good job at that. All right. Danny Mendick's done a pretty good job. Seems to understand how to do it. Come in, play whatever position they put him in there. Finds a way, get himself on base. Gets a big hit every once in a while. The 2-1 pitch, Anderson's taking off for second. A low inside pitch. It's a ball. He is safe in at second base with a head first slide. That is his 29th stolen base of the season. So with no outs, we got a runner in scoring position now as Mendick took a ball there and has a 3-1 count. Abreu stands on deck. The pitch from Norris. Inside misses, and now Mendick goes down the first base. So it'll be first and second with no outs here in the bottom of the fourth. But Jose Abreu leads his team and is in the top ten in the American League for the most double plays grounded into. It's one of the reasons why he's been batting in the five spot for about a week now. With Mancata. Not playing in today's game, Abreu bats in the three spot today. 
He's 0 for 1 with a flyout on the first. He's normally pretty good against lefties. So you understand the logic that if Makata needed a day off, do it now against the lefty and allow Abreu to move up the order. Curveball low misses 1-0, and they're clearly trying to induce the double play ball. And I know the easy thing to say is that, well, and do a double steal. Put the runners in motion. There's no guarantee that you're not going to have your guy thrown out at third base. This one's lifted down the right field line, falling quickly. It's a base hit. Everybody's going to be safe. 90 feet, they all move up. It was tough to judge if that ball was going to fall in. Right fielder is tearing in at high speed, but it drops in about two steps before he gets there for a base knock. So the Sox now have two hits in this inning. The base is loaded and nobody out for Jimenez. 0 for 1 with a line out in the second. Still sitting on those 14 home runs and a 12-6 curveball hits the lower inside portion of the zone. 0-1 the count. Aloy needs to find, I don't know, the moxie? That seems to be missing right now. He's going through the motions. But the big hit is missing. Sent out to center field. That's going to be a base hit. One run's coming in. Second run coming in. Abreu on his way to third is safe. A single. Two runs in. Aloy Jimenez, a little duck snort, out in the shallow center field. Mendick was moving immediately from second. Anderson comes in easily, but Abreu going first to third on that one. A dangerous maneuver. But the Sacks now have first and third and no outs, and this game is tied to all. Encarnacion comes up 0 for 1. Takes a changeup on the outside corner for a strike. 0 and 1 the count. So Jimenez is not hitting it deep. You might have wanted the grand slam, but the two-run single, that works. And right now, that's why, you, you know, you're disappointed in the lack of power. Now this ball's going to get away. Jimenez is going to advance 90 feet on a wild pitch from Norris. And now it's second and third with nobody out. And Edwin sitting with a 1-1 count. Ground ball over to second base. Contact play. Abreu comes home. The only play is over at first. They concede the run. And the Sox lead 3-2. The Sox loaded up the bases with no outs. And all three of those runners have scored now. And you could still get another one here with a runner standing on third in Jimenez who advanced the second on a wild pitch and then moved from second to third on that ground out to second base. And with one out here in the fourth, if James McCann, who's 0 for 1, could hit one deep, Jimenez scores on a sack fly. Base hit also gets it in. Four seamer swung on and missed. 0-1 the count. Four for eight with a home run against Norris Lifetime after the at-bat earlier on in this game. Inside pitch, slider called a strike. 0-2 now quickly to McCann. Now an outside four seamer misses one and two. The good news is Norris up to 46 pitches. Things are evening themselves out a little bit. Now an inside pitch brushes back McCann. Count even at two. Dove out of the way there. And a ball that would have hit him right in the knees. Jimenez at third. He knocked in two. He would like to come home as well. Outside slider just misses. The count is full at three and two. Standing on deck is Adam Engel, who tends to hit better against lefties than righties. Norris takes his time and delivers. 
Inside pitch swung on and missed, and McCann goes down. It was in the zone. It was low, just above the knees. He just swung through it. I think he's looking for something off speed there, and Norris just burned it by him with the low inside fastball. Adam Engel comes to the plate now with two outs, and the runner's still at third. 0 for 1 with a ground out in the third inning. Takes a strike in the outside corner, 0-1 the count. You look at the White Sox bench today. Grandal's on the bench. He's said to be available. But giving a rest to him every once in a while is good for him and his knees. As an inside pitch is fouled off, 0-2. Mazzaro does not match up well at all against lefties. So that's why he's not out there. And Larry Garcia has been playing nonstop for the last week. So he needed a day just like the regular starters. Ground ball over to third base. Candelario moving towards short. Will scoop, and he'll get angled by a hair on that play. Adam made it close with his speed, but it did not work out for him. One runner is stranded, but the White Sox get three on three hits and lead 3-2 after four. Darkened, overcast skies tonight. Some rain has been moving through, and we are in the DP3Tech fifth inning. DP3Tech partner with Microsoft to bring you something revolutionary. Forget all these weird things you have to do now to keep your business running. Got to get some Google cells. You know, I got to get myself a couple other accounts where I got to hold on to the passwords. I got to get a Zoom. You know, I got to be able to to do Facebook Messenger. How secure is all this stuff? Is it okay for me to have my business passing all these files around? How do people share all their stuff in an efficient way so the meeting isn't always breaking down? Now, DP3Tech comes into play. Migrate your systems over. Get to use the stuff you're already using. We get to use their stuff to get people on the screen one button. You know, share files one button. Get somebody on the line on the screen one button. No matter how many are working at home, working on the road, working in the workplace. It'll be seamless for you. Details coming up midway through the inning. Get a free estimate from a Southside company making big waves nationwide. One and two to Nico Goodrum after that strike from Lopez. His 74th pitch here in the top of the fifth inning. Goodrum's 0 for 1, and now he rips the slider down the third baseline. Foul. Count remains 1 and 2. Oakland opening it up on Tampa Bay, up 8 to 3 now in their game. Late. It's a ground ball down the third base side. Foul, and luckily it's foul. Because we have a shift down, there's nobody standing at third. Now this one hits into the shift, near the line, into foul territory, up against the railing. About 325 feet back, Adam Angle makes the catch for a long fly out on a foul ball that the shift took care of. Candelario comes up for a second at bat, 0 for 1. Fouls this one, nope, fair ball over the bag at third base, and they had the shift still on for Candelario. And this time, the shift does not pay off at all, although I think even if they're playing him straight up, that was perfectly placed over the bag at third. It's going to be a double either way. Just looks bad because of the shift, there's nobody near there. So he's on second base with one out. A one-out double. And Victor Reyes comes to the plate 0 for 2 with a line out and a ground out. Hitting 319. Got an 853 OPS. He takes a strike on the outside corner, standing in the left-handed batter's box. Lopez checks the runner and delivers. Inside pitch, checked it up. They're going to say he didn't go around. Fans didn't like it. McCann didn't like it. One and one the count. Lopez, another look back at the runner. Now he goes to the plate with a four-seamer that just misses high, two and one. 
2-1 count. One out here in the top of the fifth. Sox lead by one, three to two. Four seamers fouled back. Two and two, the count is even. Next offering, a low curveball. He almost offered at it. As Jimmy Cordero and Jace Fry have gotten up in the bullpen. The count is full. There's one out. There's a runner on second base. Remember, Lopez struggled and was lucky he only gave up two runs last inning. Inside pitch fouled off down the third base line. Count remains full. Now an inside curveball misses. That was a great pitch there. Reyes takes it. You've seen a lot of guys swing at that pitch this year, but Lopez doesn't get him. And there's two on now with one out here in the top of the fifth. And here's Harold Castro. The lefty has two ground outs in this game. You get hit into another ground out. The 322 hitter may be able to give us a double play to get out of this inning. First pitch high and tight. A strike on a four-seamer. He's grounded into 11 double plays so far this season. So he is susceptible. This one, though, looped in the center field for a base hit. In front of Robert, he's going to pick it up. The game will be tied to throw in a third, and the runner is safe under the tag from Mendick. On a bang-bang play at third base, it'll be a single with an RBI, and Reyes goes first to third, and it's three all here in Chicago. Lopez has really hurt himself with the walks. I think that's the obvious takeaway from this game. Gave up two walks back-to-back, and those guys scored on a hit. Reyes is on because of a walk. The walk has really hurt him in this game. You're going to give up hits. Nobody expects you to be perfect. These are professional hitters. But it's the lack of control. And that has really burned him today. 0-1 now to Cabrera. And a high and tight four-seamer goes for a ball. 1-1 the count. He has 486 career home runs. That pitch low and away a changeup. Misses 2-1. Runners at first and third with one out here in the top of the fifth. Check swing, call the strike. Not on the swing, but on the placement. Lopez has him 2-2. He comes off the mound for a second, wipes the sweat with his hat off of his brow. Now number 40 stands in there, takes a big breath. The 2-2 count with one out here in the top of the fifth. Here's the pitch. Fouls it back, a low outside slider protecting into the backstop. Two and two, the count remains. 92 pitches now for Lopez. And he's only four and a third through this game. This one's cracked out in the right field. Going back is Angle. He'll make the play. Runners coming home. The throw comes home. The play is not in time. And the Tigers lead four to three. So Detroit gets two in the fourth. The Sox get three in the fourth. The Tigers come right back and have two so far in the top of the fifth. Reynaldo Lopez has not had a very good start. He's given up four runs. He only has two outs here in the top of the fifth inning. And like I said, the walk kills him. Three of the four runs that have crossed are guys that were put on base by a walk. And a high inside four-seamer misses 1-0 the count. Jonathan Shoup will face Reyes. I don't know if he continues any further if he can't get shoot. By that point, you would imagine that one of those relievers out there will be ready to come in. This is likely Lopez's last batter. The only question is, 
Does he leave before the inning is over? And I think he wills. That's a ground ball out into right field. The base hit. First and second now. The line keeps moving for the Tigers. And they're going to go out now and get their pitcher. Jace Fry is going to come out of the bullpen. 31 games, 21 and two-thirds innings, six holds, a 3-2 and two record, and a 4.15 ERA. Righty's hitting 179 against him. Lefty's hitting 229. He has 27 strikeouts and nine walks on the season. After a slow start out of the bullpen, he has become very effective. And Cameron Maben, who's 0 for 1, actually statistically does worse against lefties, even though he's a righty. And Fry has held down righties better than he's held down lefties this year. So throw all that lefty, lefty, righty, righty stuff out with these two. Inside pitch misses 1-0 the count here with two outs at the top of the fifth. The next offering. Fouled back a four-seamer, 1-1. One one. Now a cut fastball inside, fouled off, 1-2 the count. And now a swing and a miss, he got him. Nice pitch. Jace Fry puts it right down the middle as hard as he can throw it, and Maven just cannot catch up. Four runs on four hits for Detroit, three runs on three hits for the White Sox, midway through the fifth here at the rate. New challenges bring new technology. DP3 Tech has partnered with Microsoft to make things easier on you and your business. Imagine being able to get everybody together in a nice, easy, user experience-friendly meeting room and being able to share whatever you want in the room with just one click. You can migrate from old legacy on-premises equipment right now to flexible, secure, work-from-home-friendly cloud services. Bring your group together faster, better, easier. Find out what DP3 Tech can do for you. Contact their cloud migrations team today, 312-896-2450, or email info at dp3tech.com. Nick Mandrigal stands in. He's 0 for 1 in the game. First pitch. Lifted out in the right field. Canicorn. One pitch, one out here in the bottom of the fifth. Daniel Norris only 53 pitches here. And he's got one out here in the bottom of the fifth inning. And Luis Robert has to work the count a little bit better than the guy in front of him. In Mandrigal. He's 0 for 1. He had a big two-out, two-run single last night. He was 1 for 4 in that game. Ended up with the two RBIs and the single. An 0-1 pitch here. Swung on and rifled out in the right center field. That's going to be a base hit. It will not get by as it's cut off heading to the gap. He'll take the single. Really hard-nosed play made out there by the right fielder. He was hoping for extra bases. Don't be surprised if he tries to take one right now. Tim Anderson's coming to the plate. He's got good speed in front of him and one out here in the bottom of the fifth. Sox trailing by one. He's one for two with a single and a run scored. And as I said before, the game is never over with these White Sox here in Chicago. A much better offense, a much better record, a much better team in Chi-Town. First pitch on the way, they pitch out immediately. Robert's not going anywhere. He's got 36 stolen bases, a 90% clip. The last two times he was caught was on a pitch out, so he's going to be patient. Because that has gotten him lately. 1-0 pitch, grounded a short. He's not going to have a chance to steal anything. 6-4-3. to four to three. 
Tigers play that perfectly. Good speed on board, a good hitter coming up. And they get the double play on the first pitch that wasn't a pitch out. Top of the sixth inning. And Jimmy Cordero will come in with the White Sox trailing in this game. 19 games, 19 and a third innings. Forget his stats beforehand. Since he got back to the majors, he's been very good. And a sinker swung on and missed right away. 0-1 to Stewart, the lefty. He's 1-2 in this game. Sox trailing 4-3. Fastball in the inside corner, 0-2. Cordero now inside pitch, swung on and missed. A slider that ran in on the hands. He got him on three pitches. Nice pitching there from Jimmy. You know, the Sox had gotten to a point where it was like, okay, well, we can't find enough relief pitchers that we can rely on. Let's see if Jimmy Cordero's worked things out in the minors that it looked like he had, but you never know until he gets back up here. So far, so good for now. Jake Rogers fouls this one down the third baseline. The catcher is 0-1. He's 0-2 in this game with a pop-out and the ground out hitting 154. He's really in the game to prevent base stealers. He held Robert there at least long enough for the double play, but gave up a stolen base to Anderson earlier in the game. Anderson came around and scored eventually as that four seamers fouled off 0-2. Detroit got two runs in the top of the fourth. Zach's got two in the bottom of the fourth. In the top of the fifth, they got two more runs. Lopez is chased. Zach's went down very quickly after the Robert base hit. He was doubled off, so the minimum were faced. And now we're here in the top of the six, trailing four to three. Cordero's got him one and two in the count, swing and a miss on a sinker low and in. And there's two gone. So Jimmy's thrown seven pitches and struck out the first two guys he's faced. And this is something the White Sox have missed in these innings here. You need a guy in the sixth or seventh inning that can continue to build that bridge when the starter falls short. He's got two gone here, and Nico Goodrum's up. 0 for 2 with a flyout and a popout. Inside pitch swung on and missed. 0 and 1 the count. Next offering down the line over the head of Encarnacion. A line drive right over his head. He dove. Rather, he jumped and just could not extend enough to get that one. So a base hit here with two outs. It's a single. They had a shift on, so Engel was hugging the line. So Goodrum wasn't going anywhere. He's pretty good at stolen bases as Candelario comes in. He's going there. Throw down to second base. He is just underneath the tag. So he swipes one against McCann. So Goodrum down to second. Each team running a little bit in this game. Candelario hit a double down the line last inning. Eventually came home to score. One of two runs to score. He tied the game at three. Victor Reyes, one of three base runners that scored, who got on originally because of a walk, also scored. Lopez, three of his four runs were guys that he put on base himself. 2-0 count now with the runner on second. Cordero throws a strike on the inside corner, a changeup, 2-1. This is the nine hitter. Then he'll be back to the top of the order again for the Tigers. A strike on the upper outside corner, 99 miles an hour. The count goes from being 2-0 to 2-2. Two two. 
Now Cordero checks the runner again at second and delivers. Fouls off a sinker low and in. Count remains even at two. And now a ground ball over to Mandrigal. Scooped over to first. And the Sox are out of the inning. Nice inning pitch, even with the base hit. And the stolen base, Cordero does a good job. Midway through the sixth, we still trail by one, four to three. Danny Mendick comes to the plate. He's 0 for 1 in the game. He's got a walk. Came around and scored. And inside four, Seamer misses. 1 0 the count. Anthony Castro and Roni Garcia warming up in Detroit's bullpen right now. Their starter is still on the mound. Norris, he has a 4 3 lead here in the bottom of the sixth. Michael Kopech warming up for the White Sox in their bullpen. Swing and a miss at a four seamer high. 1 1 the count. Next pitch low and away a slider. 2 1. As Mendick hopes to get on base and start something going here. Yesterday, the White Sox scored five runs in the third inning and scored nothing else. Today, they scored three runs in the fourth. And that's the only inning of output. This one is looped over to Miguel Cabrera. He'll make a nice play running backwards onto the grass. It stayed up there. A little bit harder hit. It's a base hit instead. It's an unassisted three put out. And Abreu comes to the plate one for two with one out here in the bottom of the sixth. An outside four seamer hits the zone 0 and 1. 10 for 25 with a home run against Norris Lifetime. Outside four seamer misses 1 and 1 the count. Now a swing and a miss at a changeup. He was way out in front of it. 1 and 2. Norris has had two innings, the first and the second with only nine pitches. In the fifth inning, he only needed five. The White Sox have not done a good job of working the count. Now a swing and a miss. Drop third strike, it rolls way back to the backstop, and Abreu is not fast enough to beat at the first base. Third strikeout for Norris is a bad pitch to swing at. There's two gone already here in the bottom of the sixth inning, and this is why the White Sox lost to Daniel Norris last week. They never made him uncomfortable. In fact, the only time we've made him uncomfortable in this game is when he had to pitch a bunch of, in- a bunch of uh, pitches. This one's rifled out in the deep right center field. Tailing back, it is off the top of the wall. Jimenez is a double already. Will he try for three? No, he'll hold up. Aloy with his 13th double just missed a home run. He's hit a few of them off the top of walls lately. He's got to be getting a little frustrated. He'd like to get one out. So here comes Edwin. We made him uncomfortable one time, Norris. And we scored three runs. Otherwise, we're going down quickly. I mean, the guy needed 18 pitches to get through the first two innings. He needed five last inning. He's on 68 pitches here with two outs in the bottom of the sixth inning. You have not gotten after this guy and made him work. 1-0 now to Encarnacion. Pops it up. Short stop side. Underneath it is Goodrum. And he's gone. Norris is out of this inning. Jimenez's double means nothing. Five hits for each team, but Detroit has four runs compared to our three after six. Victor Reyes is 0 for 2. He walked and scored, and he's going to end up with a new pitcher. Michael Kopech comes into the game. 13 appearances, 30 and two-thirds innings. 2-0 record, 4.11 ERA. Right, he's hitting 265 against him. Left, he's hitting 172. 39 strikeouts to 14 walks. 
He has the lefty Reyes up there. And he'll start off the seventh inning. And Reyes tries to bunt. And he comes up and in and knocks him on his butt with the bat hitting the ball so it's not hit by a pitch. Reyes gets up, dusts himself off, and now dives out on an inside four-seamer on the next pitch. So maybe Kopech's been paying attention to the fact Reyes tries to bunt his way on sometimes against the new pitcher. Now he swings and misses at a changeup one and two quickly. So Kopech goes right after him. And when he squared for the bunt, he almost lost his head. Four Seamer misses outside, two and two. The count is even now. Kopech working quickly. The next offering fouled off a four Seamer on the inside corner. Still two and two. Now an inside pitch slider misses. Count is full with Castro on deck. Kopech trying to work inside to Reyes, but has missed a few times here. Now he misses low on a changeup, and he walked the leadoff man. So Michael Kopech probably not happy about that. He'll get back up on the mound. Good speed on board here. They're underway in Seattle. The Rangers and the Mariners, no score. Harold Castro comes to the plate. One for three with a single and an RBI. He's one for four in this series. The lefty stands in with good speed on first and no outs here in the top of the seventh. Sox trailing by a run to Detroit. Fastball in the outside corner, a two-seamer. 0-1 the count. Michael has been putting in better and better appearances over the last couple of weeks. And it's been a big deal because there's been some unreliability in the bullpen. Inside four seamer misses one and one. Runner takes off, swing and a miss, throw down a second. He is safe under the tag. Anderson missed on the swipe. That ball beat him. Let's see what happened on the replay. The ball gets there and Anderson's hand pops up and he over-swipes him and then comes down on top of him. If he cleanly swipes across the dirt, he gets him. The count is now 2-2. Two and two After a 99-mile-an-hour four-seamer misses low. Reyes is on second with no outs here in the top of the seventh. So a runner in scoring position for the Tigers. And a four-seamer fouled off. Count remains even at two. Swing and a miss. A high fastball. He went underneath it. One gone here in the top of the seventh inning. Struck him out. Wicked pitch from Kopech. So here's Cabrera. He's 0 for 1. He has a sack fly, a walk. The run batted in on the sack fly. He's 1 for 5 with that RBI in this series. And a ball misses just outside. 1 and 0 the count with one out here in the top of the seventh. Sox bullpen is quiet right now. This is Michael Kopech's inning. Ground ball on the third baseline foul. One and one. Now a strike down the middle on a slider. One and two the count. Ground ball, first base side. Encarnacion will scoop. Flip to Kopech. There's two gone. The runner advances from second to third. Here's Jonathan Shoup. He's one for two with a single and a run scored. 242 average. Two gone here in the top of the seventh. Runner on third base. Kopech throws to the right-handed hitter. A fastball down the middle at 99. 0-1 the count. Put on the first man with a walk. That runner stole second. 
and advance the third on the second out of the inning. Now a low inside for Seymour misses, one and one. He's throwing a great abundance of fastballs right now. Although he has thrown the slider and the change. There's the changeup on the outside corner, misses two and one. And now he gets in the swing and miss at an inside four-seamer right on the low inside corner of the zone. Count is even at two. Two gone here in the top of the seventh. Michael Kopech trying to keep this a one-run game to give the White Sox a chance to climb back here late. The pitch on the way. Lifted into right field. Angle underneath it. He'll put that one away. A nice inning from Michael Kopech. So the bullpen coming out there right now. Fry, Cordero, and Kopech have held down the Tigers after Lopez struggled. It's 4-3. to three, And we're heading to the bottom of the seventh inning. And Anthony Castro will come out. He only has two innings under his belt so far this season. He has not given up a run. He's newly up. White Sox didn't see him last time. James McCann is going to lead off the bottom of the seventh inning. He's 0 for 2 in this game. There's now a righty out there, which may change down the line what Renteria wants to do. If anybody's coming off the bench at any point to hit in this lineup. Quickly, Castro is 2-0. Two very bad pitches outside, way off the plate. McCann would be best served to let this youngster get himself in the trouble here. Very limited action in the majors. Two innings. An outside pitch misses, 3-0. He's had two appearances. Actually, three appearances, two innings. So he only comes in. He hasn't even really finished an inning, I'm looking at this here. Two-thirds, two-thirds, two-thirds. 3-0 pitch on the way. Gets a strike at the inside corner. It was close. McCann was taken the whole way. He's 0 for 2 in this game. We're only down by a run. Meanwhile, in Houston, Minnesota leaving 4 to nothing over the Astros. Swing and a miss and an inside two-seamer. Count is now full, 3-2. and two. With Angle on deck. This one's ripped down the third baseline foul. Count remains full. Castro to the wind, the payoff pitch. Misses low, and he walked him. So down the first base goes James McCann. And the White Sox are bringing in a pinch hitter. Nomar Mazzara is going to come out. They're going to go lefty-righty because they know this kid can't come out. The rules say he has to pitch the three guys in a row. So they want to put the, the lefty against the righty. Angle's been having trouble against right-handed pitching lately. Mazzara's been coming alive lately. Even though the average overall is at 206. McCann's on first. First pitch inside, taken for a ball, 1-0. There's a slider. So Mazzara will move out the right field, presumably, in Angle's position. There's no outs here in the bottom of the seventh as the Sox try to get a run and tie this game up. Outside, four-seamer misses, 2-0. He went 3-0 to McCann and got two of them on the inside corner to the right-handed batter before walking it. He's 2-0 now to Nomar. A low pitch misses, 3-0. A lot of sweat coming off this youngster. Uses the glove to wipe his brow, now the hat to wipe his brow. Got a lot of sweat on that brow. 3-0 count, you don't want to let him off the hook here. 
McCann with a good lead. The pitch. Swung on and a short chopper down the first baseline. Going to be a close play at first. Mazara's out on the 1-3 put out. The youngster grabbed the ball after he had run by it and threw it down the first. McCann advances the second. There's one gone. So it's similar to a bunt moving the runner over, although that's not what was intended. And an outside four seamer misses 1-0 now to Nick Madrigal. Madrigal's 0 for 2. Next pitch down the middle taken for a strike 1-1. One one. Robert stands on deck here. The youngsters have to start coming through. We've seen Madrigal do it a few times. Robert did it yesterday. Low changeup misses, 2-1. and one. McCann, the catcher, leading off of second base. One gone here in the bottom of the seventh. Now a strike in the outside corner, a slider, 2-2, two and two, the count is even. And Mads, with that very small strike zone, has had two of them poured in on him. Swings at this one, a four-seamer fouls it off down the first baseline. Count remains even at two. The pitch. Swung on and lifted. Oh, it's caught out of the air by Miguel Cabrera, who jumps up and grabs that one. He throws down the second and almost gets McCann. That looked like that was over his head. Miggy Cabrera's playing today like he's 23 years old again. That's the second time we've seen him make full extension to get a ball going over his head down the first base line. It's going to go as a line out. There's two gone. Mandrill can't believe it. McCann lucky to get back to second. And Robert comes up one for two with a single in the fifth inning. And we're looking for another one here. Two gone. He had the leadoff walk. This kid was in trouble. Now he's got a four-seamer down the middle over for a strike. Outside, changeup, catches the corner. 0-2 quickly to Robert. On deck is Timmy Anderson in the top of the White Sox order. But can we get to him? This one's fouled back. 0-2, the count remains. The next offering. Check swing, you're going to say he went. And it was in the strike zone anyway. Robert goes down. So the youngster, Castro, can't find the zone. And the White Sox let him off the hook. After seven, we still trail four to three. Nomar Mazar will take over in right field. Michael Kopech will remain out on the mound and continue to pitch for the White Sox in a 4-3 deficit. Hammer Maven's 0-2. Standing in the right-handed batter's box here in the top of the eighth. First pitch, a slider, high and in. Call the ball, 1-0. 14,916, that's it tonight on a Tuesday night in Chicago. Now an outside four seamer called the strike, 1-1. Found it interesting today, or actually yesterday, this is a ground ball down the first baseline foul that Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker is actually opening up baseball stadiums. He says if the White Sox and Cubs want to have fans in phase four, they can have 20% capacity. It would be interesting to see if you could eventually see some fans at ball games. I mean, it makes sense. Spread them out. You know, it'll look like a it'll look like a Wednesday day game in April. Those are still fun games. And you can socially distance on the concourse and during those very low attended games. Trust me, you sat in that upper deck. Sometimes you never see anybody for three innings. So it'd be it'd be curious. Three two pitch on the way. This one's foul back. Count still full here to Maben, the leadoff hitter in the top of the eighth inning, who's 0 for two. 
The next offering from Kopech. That's a base hit in the right. Got it in between Madrigal and Encarnacion. So a leadoff single for Maven. So there's a runner on now. No outs in the top of the eighth inning. Kopech throws an inside four seamer that misses, 1-0. Stewart's one for three. He has a two-run double. He's the reason that it is four to three. Detroit instead of three to two White Sox at this point. Runner goes. That's a strike. The throw down. He's safe. Maben, his 10th stolen base on the year, and the second guy to get the second against McCann today. So they're running on him. Now a 1-1 pitch taken for a strike, 1-2. and two. James McCann getting abused like the White Sox have abused Detroit early on this season. They have stolen a lot of bases against the Tigers. Ron Gardenhire saying, we're going to do that back to you. 1-2 the count. Kopech looks back at Maven, who's got good speed. Back over to the plate. Now this one's fouled off a slider above the knees and in the zone. Count remains 1-2. The final in Cincinnati. They're 7-5 winners over the Northsiders in the Great American Ballpark, or whatever they call it these days. It's a high slider, foul back, count remains 1-2. and two. Atlanta is going to have to do some work if they're going to come back at home against the Phillies, trailing 6-2 in the 8th. Inside pitch, sent down the third baseline, get foul, it does. Just barely. Otherwise, that run comes home. 1-2 and two the count, no outs here on the top of the 8th inning. To the lefty, Stewart. Inside pitch misses on a changeup, two and two. Aaron Bummer is tossing out in the bullpen. The Sox ideally would like to see Kopech get through this inning. Save Bummer for the ninth. Steve Ciszek not available today. As a high four-seamer misses, three and two the count. He has pitched in five straight games. Full count, the pitch on the way. Fouls off a four-seamer. Count remains full. Then after that, you're looking at guys like Evan Marshall, Alex Colome, Carson Fulmer. Four-seamer fouled off. Still a full count. Kopech, 40 pitches. He's only into his second inning. He hasn't gotten that first out yet, and now he walks him. So Michael Kopech is struggling now. Looked pretty good. In the seventh, in the eighth inning here, having trouble. He was said to be fresh coming into the game. But 41 pitches, he's only collected three outs. He's got two on here and no out in the top of the eighth inning. Jake Rogers is coming to the plate. They're going to go out and have a talk with him real quick. 16 balls and 25 strikes over the 41 pitches that he's thrown. I would imagine that Bummer is ready. Again, it feels like you're bringing him in early here. You got a righty up there, and Peters hitting 152 on the season. So Michael Kopech should be able to get to him. If he keeps it low, maybe he gets a double play. Swing and a miss on a slider. 0-1 the count. Kopech with the flowing locks. Standing tall, 0-1 the count here, no outs in the top of the eighth. Swing and a miss on that slider, 0-2. The 0-2 pitch on the way. Misses outside on a four-seamer. 1-2 the count. 
Now he gets him the swing and miss at an outside pitch. Peters just can't keep up with him. There are just certain guys that are going to be outmatched anytime they face a guy like Michael Kopech. And that's why you try to be patient even after he puts two guys on. A base hit and a walk, but then he gets this guy, and now he's going to get Nico Goodrum. Man hitting 223. He's one for three with a single in the sixth inning. That was against Lopez. This is Kopech. An inside slider goes for a strike 0-1. Renteria electing to stick with his pitcher here. Trailing by one with runners on second and first. A low two-seamer misses. 1-1 one one the count. The crowd wanted that one. Goodrum only hitting 172 with runners in scoring position. Kopech checks Maven at second and delivers. High and tight. Misses on a changeup. 2-1. The 2-1 pitch. Fouls off a slider. Count even at two. Now he goes inside and misses on a slider in. Three and two, the count is full with Candelario standing on deck. Full count again here for Kopech. If he's going to get through this inning, I would have to say he has to take out Nico. You don't want the bases loaded and only one out here. Swing and a miss. He got him on a four-seamer. In the zone, above the knees, right down the middle. He just beat him to the spot. So he gets two in a row on strikeouts after putting two on. Kopech finding it again. And he'll get the number nine hitter, Candelario. Two on here in the top of the eighth. Candelario's one for three. Checks the lead runner, the pitch. Fouls back a two-seamer, 0-1 the count. Top of the order coming up for the White Sox here in the bottom of the eighth. Do or die time, really. You got your best hitters coming up. You scored five in an inning yesterday and three in an inning today. Every other inning has been a goose egg. Change up inside, taken for a strike, 0-2. The first Kopech has to finish off this inning. Checks the runner again, looks in. And the pitch. Misses outside on a changeup at 87 miles an hour. One and two the count. Looks in, shakes off the first sign. Now he gets what he wants. And a foul back 100 mile an hour four seam fastball right down the middle. He just wanted to beat him just like he beat the other two guys to the spot right down the middle. Andalario is ready. Now the next pitch is high. Count is even at two. We'll see what he does here. I would go in low on him. Try to go inside. Here's the pitch. Goes inside. Dropped by McCann. The runner goes to third. Close play. And Maven is safe first and third. Next pitch is fouled back a changeup. So still three and two. But the runner's only 90 feet away now. It's first and third. A payoff pitch on the way here with two outs in the top of the eighth. Swung on and fouled back a slider. Another long at bat here against Kopech. Count still full. And the pitch on the way. Lifted into center field. Tailing back near the wall. Robert to the wall. Leaps. And he caught it over the wall. Luis Robert goes over the wall. Ten feet to the right. Of where it says the catch. He makes one of his own full extension. His head was over the yellow line. 
brings it back in and saves a three-run home run. Michael Kopech would have given up a three-run home run there. Instead, the White Sox escape, and now Tim Anderson will lead off the bottom of the eighth inning. Joe Jimenez is the pitcher. The righty has an 8.66 ERA. He'll start off the bottom of the ninth with a four-seamer on the outside corner. Call the strike, 0-1 the count. Now you want, now you need the White Sox to come back. Let's be honest here. Luis Robert went over the wall. It's the best defensive play of the year. Ground ball back up the middle, off the pitcher's leg, but he corrals it. He'll get Anderson for the first out here. Sox need to find some offense real quick. And a pinch hitter for the White Sox here. Coming into the game is going to be Osmani Grandal. Grandal will hit for Danny Mendick. Again, Renteria trying to find a way to get the right matchup. The 291 hitting Grandal skies this one immediately deep out in the center field near the track. It will be caught. Wish he would have taken a pitch there. One pitch, one out. Feels like a waste. And Abreu comes to the plate. You know, you're coming off the bench. Take a pitch. But he tries to lift one out of here, and he falls just short. 20 home runs on the season. There's a four-seamer up and in called a strike. Owen won the count. Next offering, fouled off down the third baseline. Owen two to Abreu. Now Abreu takes a four-seamer high, one and two the count. Two outs quickly here in the bottom of the eighth inning. And now a four-seamer lifted down the third baseline, hooking foul. One-two count. The pitch. Deep. Back towards left field. Tailing to the wall. Gone! It's a tie ball game. Jose Abreu hits his 13th home run on a line drive, 383 feet over the left field wall. Out of here at 107.1 miles per hour. This ball game is tied. Man, it felt like the White Sox were just laying down here at the end. That's a jolt for this crowd. The offense just comes out on one swing. Out into the stands. We have a tie ball game here in the bottom of the eighth inning. And here's Jimenez. Two outs in the bottom of the eighth. Two for three with a double, a single, and two RBI. First pitch inside, foul back. Owen won the count. Owen won the count. Two gone. Bottom of the eighth inning. Swing and a miss. And a change up low. And Jimenez is quickly 0-2 in the count. The White Sox have just tied up the game on a Jose Abreu line drive home run over the left field wall. The 0-2 pitch in the dirt outside. A slider. 1-2. and two. Aaron Bummer warms in the bullpen. He will likely pitch the ninth and give the White Sox every opportunity to win this in regulation. Swing and a miss. On a high inside fastball, Jimenez goes down. But we're going to the ninth inning, all tied up here as Jose Abreu lifts one out. After eight, it's 4-4 here on the south side. Yoan Moncada was going to get a day off, but he's going to come out and play third base here after Mendick was taken out of the game for Grandal to pinch hit. So he'll play third, and Aaron Bummer comes in, and the first pitch from Bummer the lefty grounded over to Encarnacion at first. Flipped the bummer. One gone here in the top of the ninth inning. Harold Castro comes to the plate. The lefty one for four. The single and an RBI. And bummer 
Pitch number two is a strike down the middle. So Moncada, who was getting a day off, Renteria decides he wants to hold on to Larry Garcia now off the bench. And I get the reasoning. Garcia would likely come in and run if one of the slower guys at the top of the order got on base. Encarnacion will lead off. McCann right after him. Now McCann would have to keep running because you're out of catchers. Grandal's already out of the game. 2-1 pitch on the way. Outside cut fastball misses 3-1 with Cabrera on deck. But let's say Edwin gets a base hit. You put speed on and you hope to get that run across in the bottom of the ninth. Swing and a miss on a high cut fastball. The count is full now to Harold Castro. One for four, does not like to go up against lefties. Next pitch, swung out and missed. He got him on a sinker, up and in. Bummer, bringing it. Two gone here in the top of the ninth quickly. And Miguel Cabrera comes to the plate. He's 0 for 2 with a sack fly, a walk. The RBI from the sack fly, 247 average. He does like to hit left-handed pitching. Bummer, acting as the closer tonight, essentially. In a tie ball game. Owen won the count on a strike down the middle. Next pitch inside slider misses one and one. So it'll be Encarnacion, McCann, and Mazzara to start off the ninth inning. One-one pitch, slider away, two and one. Then Madrigal and Robert. He offers it a sinker. He falls across the plate. And they're going to say he still is able to check it up. Questionable call there. Three and one the count. Now he lifts this one in the left field. Tailing back is Jimenez. He does not even have to go to the track. He looks up. He'll make the catch. And the inning is over. Aaron Bummer comes in, goes one, two, three. In the top of the ninth, we're all knotted up at four apiece. And the Sox come up in the bottom of the ninth inning. Edwin Encarnacion is 0 for 3 with a pop-out in the sixth. And Joe Jimenez is going to remain in the game here in the bottom of the ninth inning. The first pitch down the middle, a changeup, swung on and missed. He was looking fastball. He was way out in front of it. 0-1 count here to Edwin. Tie ball game, bottom of the ninth inning. Crowd wants the walk-off. A four-seamer high. 1-1 the count. Calame and Marshall are warming. There's no guarantee either one of them would start the next inning. But they will be available with Bummer, currently the pitcher of record. 1-1 1-1 pitch, swung on and missed, an inside slider, 1-2. and two. The 1-2 pitch, low and inside, misses, 2-2 two and two the count. And now a high four-seamer laid off, the count is full, McCann's on deck with his 337 batting average. Full count, swung on and missed, an inside changeup, a pump of the fist from Jimenez. He went on something that was right on the borderline, on the inside portion of the plate. He's trying to protect there. You can't fault him for going for it. He went inside with a perfectly placed pitch, and he gets Edwin Encarnacion. And there's one gone here in the bottom of the ninth. McCann's over two with a walk in the seventh inning. And a high four-seamer misses 1-0. Hitting 337. On base 414, slugging 561 in limited action as the backup catcher for this team. Outside pitch misses 2-0. The sun is set. Still cloudy out there. A little bit of movement on the flags. Not a lot of wind. 2-0 the count. The pitch on the way. Swung on and lifted into right field. That's going to be a base hit. It gets down in front of the right fielder. We got a runner on first. James McCann is the winning run at first base. 
And before you get any crazy ideas, there's nobody that can catch. So you can put in the pinch runner, but who's catching? Who gets behind the plate? If you have somebody come in and run for McCann right now, you let Leary Garcia catch? Is that even an option? So at this point, McCann is going to run. He's not a terribly slow runner. He's faster than Grandal. Mazzara is quickly 2-0 at the plate. The lefty has the power to end this. A low pitch misses 3-0, and now you have to ask yourself, what's going to happen here? He was 3-0 earlier in this game, and he had the green light, and he popped it out. What will happen here? 3-0 pitch. He takes it for ball four. That's one way to get McCann over to second. So with one out, there's two on now. And little Nicky Madrigal is going to come up. And they're bringing in a new pitcher, Jordan Zimmerman. 31 games pitched, 72 innings, 4.88 ERA. 3-4 and four record. Righty's hitting 281 against him. Lefty's hitting 269. Mandrigal's 0 for 3 with a line out in the 7th. He's 0 for 6 in the series. He almost had a base hit down the line on a line drive stolen earlier in the game by Miguel Cabrera. The fans are on their feet. There's runners on 1st and 2nd with one out here in the bottom of the ninth. First pitch fouled back a 4-seamer. Luis Roberts stands on deck. He had the game-winning RBIs in yesterday's game only because he put up the fourth and fifth run on a two-out single, and the Sox held on to win 5-3. 0-1 the count, the pitch on the way. Inside pitch misses, 1-1. Swung on over to second base. That's a double play ball. Flipped over to second, back over to first. He got pulled off the bag. We're going to say that Cabrera kept his foot on there. Madrigal is looking at the umpire. I'm looking at the replay right now. The foot stayed on. Nick Mandrigal hits into a double play here to end the ninth inning, and we're going to extras on the south side. Alex Colome is going to come into the game. Like I said, Steve Ciszek not available. Colome has blown five saves and has had a terrible run over the last couple of weeks. But he will start the top of the tenth inning against Jonathan Shoup. First pitch, lifted out in the right center field, tailing back, it is off the wall. Robert's going to pick it up. That's going to be a double. Everything says he's a good pitcher. Unfortunately, he has not been very good as of late. Bummer has shown a lot of weakness going into the second inning. Ciszek is run down. You had Fulmer, Marshall, and Colome. Renteria hoping that the veteran could put it together here. A four-seamer to Maven now called a strike. Owen won the count. Mavens one for three in this game. There's already a runner on second because of the leadoff double on the first pitch. Colome has had such trouble with the first batter he faces coming out of the bullpen. Doesn't matter how warm he is, he generally is giving up something deep. Home runs, doubles, triples. We're not talking singles and walks. Marshall continues to warm in the bullpen. He was another option. The 1-1 pitch on the way. Misses outside in a four-seamer, 2-1 the count. The Sox will have Robert Anderson and Juan Moncada coming up in the 10th inning. Ground ball down the first baseline. Dove did Encarnacion, knocked it down, and tagged the base with his glove. 
The runner advanced to third, though, and with one out, there is a runner at third base. And up comes Christian Stewart. And Ricky Renteria is going to walk him. Stewart has been killing the White Sox as of late. Meanwhile, you have Jake Rogers, the catcher, that's hitting in the 150s coming up next. So they're going to put the runner on. Sets up the possibility of the double play. Stewart's hitting 311 right now. He's going to be pulled from the game for a pinch runner. So they're going to bring in the very speedy Travis Demerit. You have to expect that. But what you want him to do is pitch the Rodgers here. He's hitting 149 now with three RBIs, and he's 0 for 4 in the game. Instead of a lefty at the plate against the righty Colome, you get righty-on-righty action. You get the seven-hitter before you get to the eight-hitter Goodrum, who could be a problem. Good speed on board. The first pitch, ground ball, second base. Grabbed by Mandrigal, flipped to Anderson. Spin move over, and he got him! Nick Mandrigal flips it to T.A., who touches the bag, does a 360 spin to get out of the way of the quick runner coming in a second, and gets Peters at first in the double play. It all pays off for Renteria on that move, and now you need to get that run. Luis Robert is going to lead it off. He's hitting 219. He's only got a 290 OBP. The goal is to get on. We'll see what he does here against Zimmerman, who remains in the game. First pitch high, a ball. Want to know the count. Anderson's after him. Then Mancata. Funkhauser and Farmer warm up in the bullpen. Two righties. Bomb at a 10th inning. 4-4 game. That's a high four-seamer. Call the strike. One and one the count. If you're trying to figure out what's going on in the bullpen, I'll tell you this. Probably Evan Marshall for maybe two innings and Fulmer the rest of the way. That's all the White Sox really have left today. First pitch lifted out in the left field. This one's tailing back near the track. It will stay in the ballpark. Robert gives it a ride but does not have enough to get it out. And he's the first out of the bottom of the 10th inning. Tim Anderson will come to the plate. One for four with a single and a run scored. Hitting 327. And they really need him to get his way on base. He has been struggling a little bit lately, even though the average still holding above 325, currently at the 327 mark. And a pitch on the outside corner of four-seamer misses, 1-0 the count. The next offering on the way misses away. Slider, 2-0. So a 2-0 count. And now Anderson rips this one down the third baseline. Fair ball. That ball's going to get back to the wall and get to the corner. Anderson's going to round and hit for second. A good throw coming in. He is safe at second base. A double for T.A. And he is 180 feet away from winning this ball game. So Yoan Mancada, who did not start, was supposed to have a day off. Has had to play third base for the last two innings. Comes up hitting 335 with 14 home runs on an 11-game hitting streak. 45 RBIs and a 971 OPS. Batting lefty, he dives out of the way of that one. 1-0 one the count. And in the hole is Abreu, who tied this up in the eighth inning with a two-out solo home run. So the stage is set. Can the White Sox deliver? Inside pitch now to Moncada, 
He's hitting 347 with runners in scoring position. You have good speed on second. I'm sure it has crossed the White Sox mind do we try to run here. This ball lifted out in the left field, falling fast. A nice play made on the run coming in. If that ball gets down, Anderson might come around and score. Instead, Reyes makes the play on the run. Anderson sees him coming in as the stutter step and gets back to second base in time. And Abreu comes up now two for four with the home run. And a base hit wins this ball game. Two outs in the bottom of the 10th. First pitch on the way, a four-seamer fouled off down the first baseline. It's hitting 301 with runners in scoring position. Anderson with the lead, the pitch. Swung on a slider, tipped back to the backstop. Already 0-2 is Abreu. Outside pitch, he checks it up. 1-2 the count on a close pitch. With two outs here in the bottom of the 10th and a runner on second. Swing and a miss, and Abreu goes down. Ouch. You get the Anderson double. Mancata comes up and rips one, and a nice play is made by Reyes, and then Abreu goes down swinging. And we're through 10, still tied up at four. Nico Goodrum is going to come to the plate, and Alex Colome remains in the game, at least for now. He only needed six pitches last inning. Throws a strike, now an inside cut fastball fouled off 0-2. So Renteria saying, stay out there. Maybe you need to warm up a little bit. You look good at the back end. Swing and a miss, he struck him out on three pitches. Cut fastball up and in and a pumped fist. Palomay gives him. He felt it on that one. Maybe this is the confidence boost that the former White Sox closer needs. If he's ever going to get back to that role again. Fell on hard times over the last month. Here's Candelario. One for four with a double and a run scored. He's one for seven in the series. First pitch outside corner. Cut fastball. Misses. One and no the count. For the Sox next inning, it's Jimenez, Encarnacion, and McCann. White Sox trying to get over the hump here. Get that fifth run and win this game. Cut fastball. Called a strike. One and one the count. We're in the top of the 11th inning. In a game that we trailed until the 8th. When Jose Abreu tied it up on a home run. 2-1 and one count now. Swing and a miss on a changeup. 2-2. Two and two. You felt like after the Anderson double. That that was it. He was going to get driven in with Moncada and Abreu coming up. And they were unable to get anything else off of Jordan Zimmerman. 2-2 two, two count. It's all evened up. Against the third baseman for the Tigers. Swing and a miss. He got him on a cut fastball. Second strikeout for Colome. He struck out both so far in this inning. Here's Victor Reyes. Who really took away the base hit that could have changed everything. Last half inning. Off of the bat of Yuan Mancata. He's 0 for 3 in this game with a walk and a run scored. And a cut fastball high misses. 1-0 the count. The Nationals. Beat up on the Pirates today, 8-1. Inside changeup misses. 2-0. The next pitch on the way. Swung on, ground ball. Mandrill sucks it up over to first base to Encarnacion. And the inning is over. A 1-2-3 inning for Alex Colome. He gets them through two innings here. We've gotten to the bottom of the 11th. We need a run. The 4, the 5, and the 6 hitter are coming up for the Sox. 
Aloy Jimenez comes to the plate. Here in the bottom of the 11th inning, Jordan Zimmerman remains in the game. The first pitch, a check swing on the inside corner called a strike. He's 3-for-8 lifetime against Zimmerman with a home run. He's 2-for-4 in this game. Outside pitch, swung on and missed at a slider, 0-2. But the last at bat in this one now, he's been 0-2 in the count right away. Jimenez has not looked like the superstar that Sox fans want him to be. He looks like a solid ball player, but at this point, I wouldn't call him a superstar. A low slider misses. One and two now the count. Zimmerman finished off the ninth inning, got the last out in that inning. Pitched the tenth, and now here in the eleventh inning, gives up a fly ball into right center field. Canicorn Maben puts it away. There's one gone. Here comes Edwin. 0 for 4 with a strikeout in the ninth inning. 2 for 8 in this series with a run batted in. One gone here in the bottom of the 11th and McCann on deck. The low inside fastball taken for a strike, 0 and 1 the count. Now he is 6 for 16 lifetime against Zimmerman with an extra base hit. And he lifts this one deep down the first baseline, hooking just foul of the pole. Almost got that one out. 0-2 the count. And now a low slider. Misses. 1-2. 2 count. Dan Carnacion. Who I think most of this fan base thought almost hit a home run just a few pitches ago. That was close. Now he swings and misses at a slider. And he goes down. Two gone here. In the 11th. James McCann comes to the plate. One for three with a single in the ninth. Hitting 343. Four home runs and swings and misses at a four-seamer inside. 0-1. Jordan Zimmerman. I'm not kidding. It was hard not to just start losing it. Because Edwin Encarnacion looked like he had a home run. Down the first base line there for just an instant. That ball just misses the pole. And then he comes back and strikes him out. And there's two gone here in the bottom of the 11th. The Sox still trying to get that run they can win the game with. The walk-off run comes to the plate at every at-bat at this point. McCann's up there now, one and two in the count. Pitch number 31 for Zimmerman. Swung on and lifted into right field. It will be caught near the bar out there. And the inning is over. The Sox, four runs on eight hits. Detroit, four on seven. We're going to the 12th inning here in Chicago. Evan Marshall's going to come in here in the top of the 12th inning. 25 games, 30 innings, 2.40 ERA. Right, he's hitting 222, and left, he's hitting 254 against him. He's got 22 strikeouts and five walks. He's got a four and one record. Harold Castro's one for five. The lefty, who's the two hitter in this game for the Tigers will lead it off. First pitch low. That's a ball. 1-0 the count. The final in New York. The Yankees win 8-6 over Baltimore. The next pitch on the way. Outside corner swung on and missed. 1-1 the count. Now a low four-seamer misses. 2-1. The final in Tampa Bay. Oakland wins 8-3. 
over the race. Four Seamer fouled off. Count is even at two. Marshall looks in. The pitch. Ground ball. Slow grounder to second. Mandrigal unable to handle it. We're going to see what they're going to rule that. They're going to call it a base hit. He probably would have been safe anyway. He had to come running in on the grass. Perfectly placed little dinky ball. And the leadoff man is on. Meanwhile, in Houston, it's official. The Twins win 4-0. They're going to try to lay down a bunt. A curveball is fouled back. 0-1 the count. Miguel Cabrera trying to lay down a bunt here in the top of the 12th. Tell me this guy just doesn't want to win the game and be done. He'll do anything at this point. The 0-1 pitch on the way. Another bunt attempt. He's going to lay this one down the first base line. Encarnacion goes to second. He's going to get him back over to first. They won't get Cabrera. But Edwin gets the lead runner. He's going to make Miggy run now. There's one gone here in the top of the 12th, and here comes Shoup. Shoup is two for four. And awaits the first pitch. Fouls it down the first base line. Sox have technically two relievers left in the bullpen in Ciszek and Fulmer although we've been told that Ciszek was not good to go today this one popped up the second base Mandrigal underneath it waves everybody off makes the catch two gone and on the bench they have Larry Garcia and after that everybody's played in this game unless you're a starting pitcher Cameron Mabins, one for four. He's got two outs and a runner on first and an inside fastball called the ball. One and oh the count. It'll be Mazzara, Madrigal, and Robert, the bottom of the order, coming up next. Madrigal catches that, flips it to Anderson at second. And the inning is over. That's it for the top of the 12th. We go to the bottom of 12. The Sox looking for that run to end this game. Nomar Mazzara comes to the plate 0 for 1 with a walk in the ninth inning. He did not start the game. Adam Engel did. He came in once the lefty starter was out. And the first pitch is ripped towards second base on a bounce. Cabrera's going to cut off his second baseman's shoop and flip it to the pitcher. And there's one gone. Nick Mandrigal's 0 for 4. I would imagine extremely disappointed. He's had opportunities in this game to make an impact. And he has not been able to do so. He had an error yesterday. He's 0 for the series, and I would think he's going to be sat down tomorrow as he is struggling a little bit. The rookie may need a break. He's 1-1 one one in the count here. Inside pitch from Zimmerman, 2-1. Jordan Zimmerman continues the pitch for the Tigers here in the 12th. They're playing the long game with Jordan. This one sent out into left field. Bad track taken at first, now tailing back near the track. It'll be caught by Reyes. First he came in, misjudged it, turned and ran real quick back to the wall. Until he slowed up there, I was kind of hoping that that was hit a lot harder than I thought it was. Luis Robert comes in. It's quickly two outs here in the bottom of the 12th inning. He's one for four. And he's one and oh in the count. Inside pitch misses a slider, 2-0. Fulmer's not warming. It's going to be Marshall next inning. 
This pitch set over to short, slow bouncer on the two-hop. Back over to first. The inning is over. We're through 12. Neither team can find a way to get a run here in extras. Travis Demerits hitting 208. Five home runs and 14 RBI. They took a very good left-handed hitter out of the game, the pinch run. He did not come around and score. And now he's in the game playing. First pitch outside for a ball from Marshall. 1-0 the count. Now an inside pitch. Four-seam fastball misses 2-0. You got to go after a guy like this. Now he gets an inside sinker for a strike. 2-1 the count. The 2-1 pitch. Check swing. Call the strike. 2-2. Two and two. Swung on and missed a changeup away. Marshall sits him down. One gone here in the top of the 13th inning. Jake Rogers comes to the plate. 0 for 5. Grounded out in the 10th inning. The Sox did the intentional walk. Set up the double play ball. And it worked out for him. With runners on first and third. Rogers hitting into it. And now he's 0-1 in the count. This pitch away. Swung on and missed a changeup. 0-2. Rogers. Purely in there really for defense. The Tigers, though, sticking with him back there behind the plate. They have not decided to do any pinch hitting, even in that big moment in the 10th. Four Seamer fouled off. Count remains 0-2. Evan Marshall sitting on one out here on the top of the 13th. Pitched them through the 12th. That's his sinker inside fouled off. Count remains 0-2. The eight-hitter, Goodrum, comes up next. A high four-seamer misses. One and two now. Sox have the top of the order up. Here on the bottom of the 13th. Swing and a miss, and he's got him. Two gone. So a nice piece of pitching in the second strikeout here for Marshall. And here comes Nico Goodrum, the shortstop. He's got five home runs in the season, two against the White Sox. Goodrum hitting 221 is one for five in this game with a single back in the sixth inning. The pitch from Marshall. Curveball down the middle, called the strike, 0 1 the count. Looks in. Next offering, swung on and fouled off a changeup, low and in. Quickly 0 2. Anderson, Mancata, Abreu. Socks, hoping that's enough. In the bottom of the 13th inning. Pitch on the outside corner, he offered at it, they said. Another strikeout for Evan Marshall, and the inning is over. We're going to the bottom of the 13th inning. Eight hits apiece for these teams, four runs apiece. Let's try to break that up. Tim Anderson comes to the plate. Two for five with a single, a double, and a run scored. We need T.A. to get on base. Jordan Zimmerman remains in the game, throws an inside slider for a ball, 1-0. He's up to 40 pitches now, out of the pen. The 1-0 pitch on the way. Swung on and lifted in the left field. Dropping quickly. He can't make the play. Ray has tried to dive. And it goes off his glove. We'll take it. The leadoff man is on. Here in the bottom of the 13th inning. I would expect at some point he's going. But Moncada's going to have to get deep into the bat a little bit. Or at least get through a few pitches. Because they have tried to pitch out a couple times on White Sox runners. Juan Moncada's 0-1. He did not start this game. 
333 average, 967 OPS. He had Anderson on second with one out and almost had a base hit. That could have ended this game a few innings ago and a high inside pitch. Called a strike, 0-1 the count. As long as he is behind in the count, I don't know if Anderson goes out of fear of the pitch out, which the Tigers have employed a lot against the White Sox. A high pitch now misses, 1-1. One one. Garden hire. I'm sure is aware of what Anderson can do. You don't want him to hit into a double play here, but you also don't want to make the first out at second base. Outside pitch, ground ball over to short. Maybe he should have been running. Six to four to three, and there's two gone. Here's Abreu. Two for five, he's got a single in that game-tying home run as the White Sox continue to shoot themselves in the foot at the plate all day long. Runners on, unable to get him in. Multiple double plays hit into. We could be looking at the 14th inning here very soon. One and one count here to Abreu with Jimenez on deck. And he has not looked good the last few times he's come to the plate. Deep fly ball! Way back! This baby's gone! And Jose Abreu walks it off with two outs in the 13th inning! He buried it! Sox win! 432 feet! Jose Abreu comes to the plate triumphantly and is mobbed by his teammates on a walk-off home run! If you stuck around for this game, you're hugging somebody. Right down the middle, Zimmerman puts it. An off-speed pitch, Abreu lays back and puts this one out 432 feet into the night sky in deep left center field. That ball was crushed. It lands four rows short of the concourse. A no-doubter into the night sky. Fireworks still going off, and the White Sox have a walk-off winner here at Guaranteed Rate Field. Jose Abreu ties it up in the eighth inning with a two-out home run and walks it off in the bottom of the 13th with two outs. The big man with the big hit, and the White Sox win this game 5-4 in 13 innings right after the double play erases Anderson and Moncada with Abreu down in the count just like he was before when he ties this up he takes it deep he had six at bats tonight he had three hits and two of them were solo home runs the tying home run and the winning home run and the Sox win this five to four Evan Marshall is your winner he improves a five and one coming out of the bullpen Jordan Zimmerman takes the loss Three and five on the season. They left him in there. One batter too long. Jose Abreu with two home runs. The game-tying home run with two outs in the bottom of the eighth. The game-winning home run with two outs in the bottom of the 13th inning. He is your player of the game by far. Tim Anderson goes three for six with a double and a run scored. Jimenez two for five with a double and two RBIs. Danny Mendick, he went 0 for two, but he got on base several times. Helped move the line along. Those were the notables. A rough start for Lopez, but the bullpen came in and never allowed another run. 
everybody in that bullpen came in and pitched today with the exception of Carson Fulmer and Steve Ciszek, and they did not allow a run from the 6th through the 13th inning until this White Sox offense could tie it in the 8th and win it in the 13th. And when I say White Sox offense, I say Jose Abreu. He was the man tonight in front of this crowd, and the Sox have won three in a row, and that is a big win for this team. My name is Chris Lanuti. My thanks to our sponsors, Cork and Carey at the Park. Get the post game, all the wrap-up at SoxOn35th.com, and we will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to be a regular Sox in the Basement broadcast, our first one since the pandemic started, as we believe life is starting to come back, and it's time to re-get things going here at the bar, okay? We're going to get things going again here at the bar. Myself, my buddy Dave, we're going to talk about what's going on in Major League Baseball. We're also going to tell you what happens in the simulation tomorrow. So you'll get that score in the recap. We'll talk about it a little bit. We're also going to talk about the MLB and MLBPA, what's going on with that. The fact that the governor of Illinois says you can bring people into the ballpark as long as MLB says it's okay. I thought that was very interesting I read that. So we've got lots to talk about. We will talk about it with you. Sox win 5-4 in 13. Jose Abreu is the man. This is Sox in the Basement, the podcast for fans by fans. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SoxInTheBasement.com. Bye-bye, everybody. Socks in the Basement. Socks in the Basement. Socks in the Basement. Socks in the Basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always on SoxInTheBasement.com.